All them adventurers up and down the Sword Coast prepared for that moment. Feeny Teeny, as Seraphine is known, leapt off that baby manacore and dove into crabbing the cruel's open maw and pierced his icy dragon heart. They both fell to the snowy roof of Icepire Hole, but only Feeny got up. She might not be too tall, but she's the biggest damn hero around. Well, you don't gotta tell me that, Gilch. I done told you, Sheriff. I go by Darren Eldermath around here. Oh, well, I tried, and I tried mighty hard. I gotta tell you again, though. That's the dumbest damn alias I ever did here. And I will remind you, I ain't no sheriff no more, neither. Big Al, then. Sorry, friend. Anyways, that's the whole story. Windmill to the mountaintop. Craziest damn month I ever had, and I've had some crazy ones. You and me both, friend. One bit I gotta ask you, though. How'd you know the details about them parts you weren't there for? Wing Baby's mama? Them greedy dwarf folks around 100 years back? Just about every damn thing with the orcs and the anchorites and- <sighs> Fishpaw, on the narrator. Less you think on it, the better. What about your story? How's that March to Axholm pan out? Eh, not much to say on it, I'm afraid. Nothing but long dead dwarves and, well, very recently dead Sturges. Damn near the whole town with me back there, so... Nothing overly noteworthy. Alphonse Calazorn, you made a fine sheriff, but a piss-poor storyteller. Elsa, dear, you mind giving us a refill? Anyway, maybe another round would get you more in a sharing mood. Well, all right, Sir Floyd Gilch. You've been talking for what seems like around a year. Much as I love them stories and all, it's midsummer day outside. Tomorrow's favorite day. Let's go see that sun before it sets, what you say? You know what? You got some good ideas in you yet, Sheriff. <laughs> zoom across town maybe uh the eldermath orchards uh there's a beautiful archway made of dried out branches and vines and such it's decorated with cogs and interesting scraps of metal they're just kind of hanging down on yarn and spinning slowly catching light every now and then uh, and probably a lot of marigolds and other kind of flowers you know for the occasion this archway also is quite short um only about tall enough for a gnome interesting <laughs> and in fact there are two gnome inventor wizards that we've met before kind of standing guard we know them as fibblestib and devildob as you know rubies are red and red is a color of fire if we can get enough rubies into one mirror and put that mirror into some sort of launching contraption I think that could heat up the ice quite effectively. That sounds like that flamethrower idea that you convinced me to make, and then was immediately eaten or carried off or whatever by that dragon. You're not listening to my lemonade idea, though. Ice always melts in a glass of lemonade. If we can get enough lemons, we could just... <clears throat> <clears throat> they're both interrupted by someone very important. We know they're important because both of them, upon seeing him, immediately drop to one knee and bow their heads. My king! It's, of course, King Corvaz. He looks much like we saw him before, but much less paranoid and way more blue. His skin has taken on the color of a summer sky, or, uh, I mean, more accurately, just pure ice, you know, from the Arctic. So he says, Rise, my friends, and save that cleverness. 
Nomengard has melted, and us along with it. Behind the king, we see a couple dozen more gnomes, all with that same blue tint to them. Well, this is fascinating. I love to study these effects. Perhaps one of our ancestors had some sort of cold immunity. So before the those two <laughs> inventor wizards get into it again, King Korbaz kind of raises his palm up to silence them, you know, and says, Yes, yes, there'll be time for that soon. But it's midsummer, and I'd love to see my husband again. Now where has he gone to? So those two inventor wizards bow very low and then immediately scramble to lead the way into the orchard where King Nurkley is waiting on this amazing just apple tree throne all the way in the back. King Nurkley from his throne kind of stands up, you know, raises his chest out very regally. It says, ah, my love, you've changed a bit. And King Korbaz, as he kind of marches up with these, the two inventor wizards and all of the other newly blue gnomes behind him, he looks down at his hand, you know, and says, oh, uh, will that be a problem, my dear? And King Nurgley responds back to him. Ah, uh, what I meant is that you thawed out. Now, come sit by my side and warm me up. And there's only one throne instead of two, like they're home, but it's a wider throne. And he kind of pats the uh, the space next to him. And the other king joins him. And they both sit side by side, seeing their two kings kind of together again, finally, after seemingly all was lost. Just all of the gnomes, the the blue gnomes and all the gnomes that were in the orchard already, just spontaneously start a round of applause and cheers. Many of them, even through the clapping and everything, you can just tell that in the back of their mind, they're already formulating plans on how to move back into Nomengard and what that entails. It might be a big project, perhaps. But today, today's midsummer. And, uh, you know, there'll be time for that tomorrow. So we're, we're back in Vandalin. Oh my gosh. It's been a couple weeks. Serafina, what do you- yeah, what do we actually see you doing first? And kind of the theme of the holiday in general is just take risks. She's already coming back from her dragon slaying. Yes, right? so a week like, or two later. Okay. Um, I guess I I think the Festival of Timora is like for sure the actual statue, the Shrine of Luck, which is near the Stonehill Inn. Yeah. I think it probably has like a bunch of like flowers and offerings and like food and candies and presents and, um, you know, candles and things. And I think that they paint the Shrine of Luck like a bright yellow mm-hmm. just for this um, celebration, you know. So then I think that there's also a second Timora. Uh, effigy, effigy, like a, yeah, yeah. Like, a giant, like, like a giant, like mm-hmm. paper mache timora that they make in the middle of the of Fandolin. They paint the giant timora effigy made out of paper mache and wood. I yeah, guess. Yeah, and uh, they paint it yellow, like a marigold yellow. Though, oh, yeah. you know, like a nice gold ish yellow. And <laughs> what do the villagers do? They because Timora is a god or goddess. Mm-hmm. Goddess. What what do the villagers think that she looks like? Like not everybody worships her, but this is a big deal for her. So like, and I think there's like a halfling version of Timora too. Mm-hmm. Like if humans worship her and see her human, and halflings worship her and see her. Oh, half- let's not lie. It slightly looks like Seraphina. <laughs> oh yeah. come on, the village now. definitely. They're definitely honoring Last her Last year it slightly. looked way different. 
Yeah, I think that... Why is it holding a ukulele? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that, like, the original statue probably... It was, it was basically a fat man holding a bass guitar, like, Hey, guys, it's me, Steely Dan. Uh, you guys wanna... And now it's a little... I love little, this little version. A little happening. Yeah. I think the, the regular shrine is, like, you know, like, a, more of, like, a monk or, like, a nun-esque type of, you know, vision, where it's, like, here's a long thing over her head, you know, mm-hmm. shawl over her head mm-hmm. and like a long dress, but the new one has like big curly hair <laughs> yeah. and like a ukulele, like a blue ukulele and um, probably a little bit shorter than the regular one, but mm-hmm. still like, you know, has like a really big smile, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I think there's probably like all the little kids are running around with like giant I just envision them with like giant curly wigs <laughs> I love that it's like Spanish moss and the next day they have to like they all have lice and ticks yeah. and <laughs> worth it <laughs> and then yeah like a bunch of like yellow flowers in their hair and they're all like carrying like fake blue ukuleles everywhere wait so know? it looks like they all have like a bunch of perms <laughs> yeah. like bad perms so they're like incredible yes and now, what? Sort of like a bad 80s version of Serafina, where it's like. <laughs> yeah. are, there, are there other races, or are they only humans? In Fandolin? Oh, right. there's like, you know, a couple different. Yeah, races, there's, it's mostly right? human, but there's there's a few other ones. Love that. The dwarves were the ones that were in that stronghold, but like. Yeah, so there have been three dwarf brothers that were staying here. Oh, they're definitely doing it. So we got a bunch of dwarves with perm moss hair. <laughs> yeah, and actually there are a bunch of, um, I will say, like, uh, gnomes. Yes. There's a ton of gnomes, and there's right. even more now, and a lot of them have, like, weird blue skin instead of the regular skin yeah. that you would normally have as a regular human. I, um, I also think that, like, I could totally see, like, even the horses have, like, these, like, moss, <laughs> like, tied in the manes. You know, and, tied, like, yeah. So it's just, like, little, like, curly hair everywhere, you know. Especially the horses that you named that have names. <laughs> you got Grambly, Arbuckle, and Targetor. <laughs> just, just, uh, the pens are just full of, like, animals with sunflowers and, like, yes. nonsense. Yeah. yeah, sunflowers and, yeah, lots of, like, you know, exactly. I love that. Um, That's fun. And I think, you know, they probably have, like, flowers strung all over, like, you know, between house to house, like, garlands, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Um, probably, like, uh, you know, out of respect for, like, the people that died in the battle, you know, they probably have... Um, yeah, I was actually thinking um, by the the town hall thing, you know, where they have the, the big board of adventures they would put... Now they have like a plaque of, with like all these names mm. that they're like in the process of carving in. That's nice. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. But I was also kind of thinking like, you know how um, this is a bad example, but like when you see a cross on the side of the road, you know it's for somebody that passed away, right? Oh, yeah. So I feel like near the celebration somewhere in the middle there would be like here's for the fallen and it would be like um i don't know like people would go and like drop gifts off and like write little notes and it would just be like a memorial you know that's like when they do the candle things at night and Mm -hmm. okay 
Yeah, I love that. So there's just like flowers everywhere and they're kind of making little memorials by the shrine and everything. Yes. And there's a big like natural statue mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Oh, and are all the ceremony kind of around that shrine then? Yeah, I think like Eduardo was saying, like I think carnival game sort of thing, you know, like, yeah. you know, everybody's like, you know, fake, fake battles with a dragon, you know, there's like, oh, yeah. like kids like dressed up like in a dragon costume and then like other kids like fighting the dragon, you know, like it's a yeah. whole thing. There's lots of, there's coin, what is it? Coin tosses. I'm going to coin tosses. <laughs> there's coin tosses. There's dice rolling and all mm-hmm. that. Oh, all that stuff. See, I, I, I have an idea. And since this is like a Timora based festival, mm-hmm. um, it's a Timora based village, but it's a midsummer festival. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, see, I, the idea that I have is that on during this festival, gambling isn't allowed. Like regular gambling isn't allowed. So like playing cards, playing dice, that kind of stuff, because the idea is you're supposed to take a chance. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think Don John like rolls into town and he would normally be like down to do that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And he's like, I can't what? Well then what the hell is this game? That's probably what makes Serafina recognize that Don John's here, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. So Don John's making a bunch of noise. <laughs> And it's just, uh, again, Don John, to, to remind you, looks like if Samuel Jackson played Crocodile Dundee, but with him is, like, an enormous Kodiak bear. Perfect. Yeah. That's, like, like hanging out. And Don John has a, a necklace around his neck that has a big bear claw, and then the, ne- the bear has a big necklace around it that has a human finger. Oh, my God. And, um, That's wild. And so is it a bear claw or, like, a bear finger? I feel it's a claw. Like a pastry? Yeah, it's a bear claw pastry. <laughs> and he's like, this ants on this. God damn it. Every time. Keep spraying, but they keep coming big. Um, so I think Serafina would be kind of like walking along with her friends and just like, la 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 la, time or a festival. <laughs> with the traditional song. <laughs> <laughs> So then she's walk, walking along, and uh, she hears a, a familiar voice. Oh, I don't if you if you're going to do that, then you might as well just throw the whole thing in the garbage. You could you could take take your whole thing and throw it in the trash. That's as far as I'm concerned. Leaves it. The, the bear is just. He's like, no, this is stupid. He's just argue, like arguing. He and the bear are arguing with each other. And he's like, no, he knows what he did. And he should apologize to you. That's the whole thing that I'm upset about at this point. And then she she goes, that sounds like uh, one of my old adventure partners. Shanjan, did you hear that? It's like, yeah, is that? That can't be. And then she goes. <laughs> <laughs> and she sniffs in deeply and she goes. That can't be my old friend. The most handsomest man adventurer in the world and his bear lover. <laughs> and you hear, did someone say my name? <laughs> and he turns on and you're like, <laughs> but he's looking in the wrong turn. He's just looking at Shanjan. I think Shanjan just jumps like, oh my God, you did it again. <laughs> you get me every time. <laughs> gotcha, buddy. And he pokes him in the belly like it's a like, Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Oh, you two, back at it again. That's right, I forgot. You're the bestest of friends. But Chan Jin's just, this entire time, has had his hand up to high five, and he's like, huh? And he's like, oh. and he's like no. high five. Come here, bring it in. He just drops uh, his staff and uh, makes an awkward bird noise. It's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, hello, ma'am. How are you? <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, listen. And he's like, I may have exaggerated about a few things. Listen, that didn't happen. I'm sorry, babe. And this and that. You don't need to. You don't need to worry about it. Okay? Oh, like, yes, that's right. I forgot the rumors that you started. <laughs> I've never started a rumor in my life. If anyone started a rumor, it was him. And he just points at Shanti. It's like, <laughs> well, I can't believe that you made it all the way from wherever you've been. <laughs> Listen, I. Uh, I understand that you just dis- defeated a whole dragon. I sure did. Thank God. Thank God you did that. Listen, <laughs> you saved this whole village. That I did. And thank God that I was there to defeat the wizard that was powering the dragon secretly that no one knew about. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And she leans over and like ribs uh, Shan Jan and then me. And... <laughs> See <laughs> pause and see, <laughs> and then looks up at Inverna and is like giant, obvious, you know, wink, uh-huh. and says, "Yes, yes, yes, that's right. I sent you a letter by Gopher, and it's the only way to get. It's the only way to absolutely, positively make sure that it's there overnight." The change is like that is the mail system of this world. That's mm-hmm, true. Mm-hmm. Faster than the raven. And I remember that you told me you had special dragon speaking abilities. Yes, yes, yes. So you did. You did. Thank you so much for There, is, there isn't for a creature on this earth that I can't speak to. I've, I've spoken to gophers. Hell, I've spoken to worms. They don't have anything interesting to say. Anyway. <laughs> and then uh, Serafina leans in to the bear and says, um, I really appreciate you being here and I'm so glad to see you, but, um, let's, let's stay away from people's faces, especially mine, but mostly other people's here at the festival because during the festival, it is all about love and celebrating the luck that we've had killing the dragon. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you say that to the bear. Mm-hmm. And that the bear, Cameron Bear, who, when she's a human, is played by Rebel Wilson, um, <laughs> I think just turns in as like, these guys, am I right? <laughs> in bear, it's in subtitles. Uh, yeah, but, but again, from her, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're telling me they can't be trusted, these human men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, anyways, can I get you a drink, my bear friend? Uh, and then she, like, shuffles the bear over to, like, another group of, like, ladies having drinks on the sidelines. <laughs> it's like, it's like, a, like a bachelorette party <laughs> with a, a bear in it. A bear chill yeah. party. Yeah, and I think uh, Inverna is there. She, her arms are, like, in a sling. Um, oh, no. And she kind of looks looks uh, Don John up and down, just like, well, uh, I say I'm kind of surprised to see you alive. Good job. Well, I appreciate that you're here and looking at me this way. Sorry that your arm's in a sling and you won't be able to appreciate the whole look as much as you could. Keep that up and your look's about to run out. She kind of walks away. Well, 
it's good. I, and I think Seraphine is like, well, it's good to see all my old friends getting along at the festival. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, should I sing about friendship? You guys have heard my song about friendship, right? So this is the perfect time. A snook. Snook. The snook is like holding on to a centaur's hand. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and the centaur's face is down. Y'all can't hide that he's got horns. Y'all can't hide that he's, like, been in the wilds for a few weeks. Oh, wait. One thing I want to say is do it, Snook's, do it. like, uh, shed white. his skin. He's white now, right? Now he's not. Like, oh, God. What, col- what color was- is he? Because he was kind of turning white because the proximity to cryovane. Right. Like, but now he's shed his skin. Is he, like, a green for, like, a springtime mm, kind of a... I good. would say a greener or gold. Which would Ooh, you like, like a marigold or green. Mm-hmm. Either one of those. So what I was thinking was more along the lines of, like, if he started red and then he went white, and now his new form is like almost like a like a magenta, oh, and fun. it like almost is like shiny in the light, you know, where it's almost oh, like cool. iridescent yeah. but like very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Um, so Snooky Snoop Boy is walking, um, and he's got how tall is he again? Remind me. I think so, he's a little bit shorter than Seraphina. It's yeah, like yeah, two yeah. or three feet. But he also right. like sometimes walks like a weird little gecko, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm. So, so I would say they're kind of like swinging hands, and he's bouncing mm-hmm. like like a little kid would like bounce with an adult um, yeah. when they hold uh-huh. hands like that. So that's like what's happening. But Xanth is not looking anybody in the eye. He's like walking directly where Snook is taking him, um, and he's yelling Seraphina, but he's just yelling. Snook! 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 <laughs> that's all that's happening. So. Let's at, see Snook. <laughs> right. At this point, um, Xanth is more in control of himself than he's ever been. So the last time you saw him, he was like really upset. Mm-hmm. Right? So he was just kind of like sad, depressed. Um, he's not walking with shame, but, but with like heavier presence than maybe before, if that's a, a way that I would describe it. Yeah. And um, he is looking at things, but he's not registering faces, if that makes sense. And he stops, like, right behind you, right when you're saying the friendship song. So I don't know if you've seen him. I, you were focused on a literal bear. Literally, Xanth, like, holds, like, squeezes his hand. And he leans, you know, as low as a centaur can lean in and say, I feel like I've heard that song before. And just, like, whispers it towards you. And Snoop, like, winks, but by licking his... Yes, eyelid. he licks the eyelid. I love that. <laughs> so then I think uh, Serafina would just hear just kind of like the tone of Xantha's voice. And I think her eyes like well up with tears. She looks back up at uh, Inverna and says, is that who I think it is? And she kind of is like, yeah, it's that other weirdo. And then... She turns around and says, one of my very favorite weirdos, it's Dan. <laughs> and she like throws her arms up in the air and is like, you're back. Um, and like he was doing with, with Snoop, he's actually going to like lift you, not like a child, but he's going to lift you up to like a kiss on the forehead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just hair in his face. He doesn't care. That's it. And he like puts you down and he... He's not leaning again. He's just getting closer to you because he knows you're short. So he's just being nice. Mm-hmm. And he says, I am. I am weird and a little bit strange. Uh, but if I may ask something very quickly. Inverna, 
do you? Do you hate me? <laughs> yeah, I think she's making the same face that Austin's making right now. Just like, uh. <laughs> and she's like, uh. Direct. Xanth is strange, but direct. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a shot of John, Don John who's overheard this and he's just going, uh. <laughs> wait, wait to walk, crash the party, my dude. <laughs> yeah. She she says, uh, wait, uh, no, well, hates of straw. No, you were, you were very respectful in battle. I can always appreciate that. I'm just, I'm just playing with you. You're not that weird. And then he's gonna, um, after the kiss, and he like, I feel like you still held his hand a little bit. I don't know if you would have done that. What do you feel like Serafina would have done? I think Serafina probably maybe just, like, held his hand, but then, like, released it and just kind of, like, put her arm up on his, like, you know, sh- well, as close to her shoulder as possible. Mm-hmm, so it'd mm-hmm. be, like, you know, kind of on his forearm and just, like, pat it. And, on like, my ho- my horsey shoulder, which is near my hip. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. So, Inverna's in her arms in a sling, Correct. but also she doesn't have her hat. This is exactly where I was going, so thank yeah. you. I think she has, like, greasy hair. It's, like, all mm-hmm. back, you know. Oh, so he sees Inverna, and he looks down, and he appreciates the pat, and he um, takes his left hand and, like, you know, pats her hand, and he reaches into one of his many satchels that he now carries all the time, um, and he pulls out feathers, just lots and mm, lots of feathers, and he slowly clippity-clops over to Inverna, and he says, cannot apologize to you enough for my indiscretion and choices. We made um, you separate your friendships Mm-mm, but I wish to give you this. Oh, yeah. And, and she, he's just, like, handful of feathers. I feel she's, like, blushing and maybe, like, goes up to instinctually, like, pull her hat down and there's nothing there. So she's like, oh, well. And maybe she, like, puts her hair back instead. And she's like, yeah, well, no, I, I do like feathers. And you don't you don't know me n- nothing. No kind of apology. You're good. That was all me. And, you know, I made some mistakes. And I told Serafina, you know, I'm sorry. And I guess I, I got to say it to you, too. Sorry I left you when you, you know, you had, you're out there needing some help. But I think it all worked out. Hopefully you, uh, I'm she's still, just like stumbling yeah, over. I love that. I'm still working it out. And he's like making it like slowly a bouquet of flowers. Like he's just being oh. weird and like, and, and then he's just holding them out in front of her. He knows she's right. got one hand. Yeah. And she, she takes it and she's like, oh, you know, you know what, Xantha? I, I really like this one. Looks, looks a little like home. Thank you. She she puts it on the side of her head. Yes. Even though she's like the least feminine person ever. I love like, it. Yeah. So with that, because he's always had a weird relationship with her um, from the beginning. So he literally glows. His antlers just like light up. And you've seen this, but maybe she hasn't yet. Mm. And he starts like both sides. It's a little purple. It's a little gray. It's a little green. It's like just like glowing. And... Matching everything that's around him, maybe it like turns a little yellow or, 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 you know, whatever the colors are. And all of a sudden, um, he bows his head to her and he goes, Shay J. <laughs> like, I don't know where he was standing. Yeah. So I think Shay J's when you, he's like a few feet away and mm-hmm. like, a, like a whole crowd's like kind of around him and he looks very awkward. Like, <sighs> yeah. like you don't know what's exactly being said, but he's like over. You know, in the distance a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he walks over to him, and instead of being as, like, courteous, a gentleman to, like, Serafina, or, like, apologetic, he goes over and does a weird, like, bro, like, headbutt thing, where he, like, oh, puts their heads together, and he says, 
you're celebrating. And he's face to face still talking to him like centaur person. And I think all these other people were like trying to get his attention, Mm -hmm. like trying to talk to him. And he was very awkward, like I was saying. Yes. And you probably hear them like, but, oh, you're a priest of Timor. You should be, why don't you lead us in? What do you you want to say? Say some words. And he's like, I don't know about that. Um, And they kind of just disperse as you (laughs) stare him down. Literally. And and our foreheads are still touching. Like, he's, like, having a moment and just talking. And he he just, like, hugs you. And he's like, into, I guess, your ear or something as you're hugging. He's like, thank you so much. I have no idea. I did not sign up for this. I do not want to make public speaking. Oh, my God. I love that. And in in a more, like, calmer voice... Even I'm not that strange. I knew you needed help. Let's go. <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> social awareness. He's like, uh, you get, you get. He's leveling up every time. So he and every, everyone is as you're making what like they're like, oh, like they they have their finger up and they're like, oh, but wait, uh, priest, what? Oh, okay. And Zan just kind of let it go. Like we're here to take chances, and he's like holding holding his hand, like lifting it up. But we have to take them over there. Goodbye. <laughs> like, it's, Waving away, and he like, and, he, and he's like, clear, cl- uh, clear skies, everybody, clear skies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zant's face gets straight for a second, still holding his hand, and he's like, we don't talk about storms anymore. <laughs> like, we're good, clear skies. And he, and then he goes over and grabs Inverna's like working arm, and he starts like clippity clopping away from the crowds because he wants to like spend time with you, but he cannot handle it. So like, Inverna's like, I don't want to hold your hand, and he's like, bye. I put my arm on your shoulder. And like, so now he's like picking up people and Seraphine is like, no, cool. We're cool. He's like going to grab her like gently and say, would you like a ride? And then theoretically Don John seeing all this. Yes. But I haven't met him yet. So I'm like, yeah. you see this centaur. He hasn't technically ignored you. He just doesn't know you. Mm-hmm. And he's already weird. And he says, I feel like, my friend Serafina has sung songs about you. Are you, um, John, 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 John? And he's like, John, John, just like not sure what's name That's is. me, absolutely. I'm John, 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 John Johnson. You got it. Nailed it. Put her there. And he, and he puts his arm out to do like a predator shake. Yeah. And he, I, I do think that I want Serafina just to kind of lean in. To like, stand and... on my shoulder, like get up there, <laughs> like stand on his shoulders and lean into his ear and just be like, "Remember, this is the toilet story I told you about. Remember that night when we were laughing so hard when we were looking up at the stars, and I sang you that song about Don John who fell into the toilet. Don John, the toilet man. <laughs> the perfect rhyme, right? And Zan, <laughs> he can't shake your hand, um, so he raises a hoof. <laughs> his one of his front hooves and, and just like raises it and nice. gets a little bit. and there's and they, the, the he Don John grasps the hoof and there's that the the <laughs> I love it. Um, so then um, after the handshake um, and the toilet song, which he nods his head to the rhythm because he's heard it. Um, he um, said looks you in the eye and he says, oh, "I would like to." Take these people and have a conversation away from the crowds. Would you like to join us? Your bear friend. And he like looks over your shoulder at her, like getting drunk. He's like, your bear friend can join us as well. If it would help, you could also leave her there. Your choice, really. I'm walking this way now. And he starts moving without asking if you want to. Yeah, there, there's, there's, there's a bear and, uh, it, you look over and there's a bear and she's like, 
the bear has both of her paws on like a big giant like stein of beer <laughs> and is like drinking it and there's some guy who's like so uh where are you from and don john's like uh we'll be over there in a second hold on i gotta go do something i gotta go talk oh well hello there ma'am i'm looking for miss seraphina tea leaf you might know her as feeny teeny <laughs> or that's what her friends call her <laughs> me I'm, I'm her best friend yes her and i uh we go back so far uh, we met in a forest. She broke up a big glass heart. Yes, it was quite dramatic. I loved it. Oh, oh, me? Oh. My name's Doisby, the awakened giant badger, of course. She's likely talked about me so, so much since he's been uh, gallivanting around. I've, I was hoping to run into her to congratulate her on this dragon slaying. Uh, but, uh, well, between us, I'm also hoping to get my top hat back. Yes, you might notice something missing atop my head. I lent it to her recently, and, well, I just haven't felt as dapper as I possibly could without it. I'm sure she's been wearing it this whole time and making quite good use of it, but, well, I think it's time to come back to me. <coughs> oh, what oh my. That's rather rude. <laughs> oh, well, okay, then. I'll just find her on my own. Good day to you, ma'am. I think they'd be more civilized out of the forest, but no, I guess not. Mini break. I'm a bear. I'm a bear. I'm a bear. I'm a berry bear. My husband don't like me drinking because I'm a bear. Yes, I'm a bear. I'm a bear. Yes, I'm a bear. Sometimes I drink like this. Sometimes I eat like this. Sometimes I sleep like this. the premise of sleep in this. <laughs> I've got sleep apnea. Because <laughs> I'm a bear. Okay, so Xanth is like walking down. Seraphine is like on his back, hands on his shoulders, probably looking. I would say, would you like be peeking around like walking with me? Okay. Yeah. And then Snook is back there. I've got, I've got, yeah, I've got Shay J's hand. I'm in Verna. I'm sorry, my girl, but we're friends back again. I gave you a bouquet of flowers. And then, Don John, I, I guess you follow. Do you try to keep up, like, oh. next to us, or...? Listen, if you think I can't keep up, you're yeah. a crazy man. Oh, that's good. You should be able to. I can go faster. And he starts going faster. <laughs> All right, I'll have to... Oh, oh. <laughs> and he's, like, holding on to your haunch, like, trying to, like, <laughs> keep up. Blah, blah, blah. So we end up, like, around the corner. Like, kids are running by, and, like, they're playing, and... It's not a dirty alley, because everything's clean, right? Oh, wow. Don John, you missed a lot while you were gone. Um, oh gosh, where are my manners? It is not the strong heart way for me not to have said anything to you all. Uh, gosh, I guess this is the time. Um, excuse me, Xanth, go ahead and put me down, please. Of course. 
And then she climbs off and then she reaches up to Snook and says, Snook, come here. And like, Snook. Uh, he like slithers on down. And, oh my god! And uh, <laughs> some kind of reptile. And then holds on to his Snook. hand and looks at him and smiles and kind of gives him a little squeeze and then says, "Um." And this is your pet? Actually, no. This is my friend Snook. He was an essential part of us defeating the dragon. In oh, fact, right. Then Snook looks up at Don John and just smiles with like all these like sharp teeth. <laughs> All right, well, never mind. And Dungeon put the, puts like a machete away. <laughs> oh, my God. And Donjon, the most handsome man in Toilet Town. <laughs> the name's Donjon, the most handsome man in Toilet Town. You got it. And by Toilet Town, you want to dump somebody? Not going to happen on this guy's watch <laughs> because he's here. That's oh the deal. God. Flush with ladies. <laughs> Shanjin's just like, I love this guy. Give me that high five. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Inverna. Uh, and he winks at her. Oh, she's against the wall. Yeah, she's cross, like, mm. barely tolerating what is happening in this. Uh, Absolutely. Don this is my friend. One of the most beautiful creatures I've ever met. Xanth. Xanth? Yes. This is my friend, Don John. <gasps> oh, the one with the songs you sang about. That's right. Toilet Town. Toilet Town. <laughs> and he's going to walk over to Don John. How tall are you? 5'10"? You're taller than Xanth. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Xanth is very small and he's young for a centaur. Okay. So he's 19 years old. And most centaurs are like 40s, 50s, the ones that you would see in public, right? My God. Yeah. I'm a beautiful child. But the problem is <laughs> the antlers are what's throwing you off. Those antlers are throwing me off. Perfect. That's exactly <laughs> right. So he walks over to you and um, he he puts his hands on your shoulders. Ah, my shoulders. Oh, you're very strong. Oh, thank you. I told you. Didn't I sing <laughs> about how strong he was? He's the strongest. And it's the tea leaf way to be honest about strong. Mm-hmm. And he, he, like, gives you a good squeeze. Oh. And says, like, this guy's cool. Oh, as but a you're question. Married. As, like, a question. <laughs> <laughs> that was the right answer. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know where we were going with that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hold on. For one second, I think that I... And then there's um, like wriggling up, wriggling up his body comes Harold the Rat. There he is. His, his, and so Harold the Rat, because Dungeon's a ranger, so his familiar is this giant rat is like, oh, hey! Oh, hey guys! Listen, you guys won't believe what I saw around here. What did you see? Who the hell are you? He's literally looking into the face of, like, a centaur. Yeah. Yeah, freaking out. I love that. Um, so Xanth is going to lean, like, forward, closer to the rat. Would you like to see the trick, too? Does he scurry? Does he stay with He's just terrified. I love that. He's like, ah! He's just screaming. But he's an enormous, like, it's a rat that's, like, a, the rat the size of one of those dogs. I love it's it. It's like, oh, God! I don't know how this was, that was hidden before. No, I don't know either, and I love that. And then I think Seraphina would be like, Harold, Harold, listen, this is my friend Xanth. 
And yes, Don John, he's cool. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, wait. He's cool? He's cool, I promise you. Do you think I would ever let you mingle with shingles? So, <laughs> I'm I think Sunshine the Cat was like, uh, you know, that like ancient black cat was just like prowling around like, ooh, rat. And then seeing that, she's like, and just leaves. It's like, nope, don't want that Anyway, I love that. Xanth is, like, absorbing everything. His left antler, which is, like, kind of grayish, darkish, that it starts, like, glowing brighter. The more, like, mischievous things that are happening, he's, like, and so his face is a human face, but it's got, like, um, kind of, like, a protruded out more, a little bit more. Okay, so then um, his smile gets really big. The more, like, nonsense that's happening, and the left side, and you've seen this, the left side starts, like, glowing more. So all of a sudden, he goes, um, Ander, Ander, they'd like to see you now. And so it, you, you literally hear, like, a out of nowhere, dressed as Andy Dick in a tux. And he's like, where are we even going? We're going to it somewhere. Where are we going? Perfect. And he starts floating closer to you. Normally, pixies will probably be, like, super fast wings. He's literally landing on your shoulder. So he's, like, near the rat and, like, oh, are, are, are these going to be my new friends? <laughs> I say, he's like, I don't want... You think I want these people as my... You think I want these people as my friends? These people? I'm trying to get crazy! Here! We gotta go! And then, that's exactly the time that the, the lighter horn on his right side starts shining. And Stefania, which is pretty much Stevie Nicks... T- um, that tells the weather. Um, she pops up on the other side, and there's just a like, there's it's just an image of a of a of a woman undulating, un- undulating where she's like she's blowing with her fl- her flowy shawl, and she's like, "It's not raining right now. If it was raining, I would know because there'd be thunder, and thunder only happens when it's raining." <laughs> I love it. And she's wiggling herself. Perfect. So now the two of them are like getting closer to you and they're like chilling and hanging out and they're just and, having a good time. And again, I think, I think Don John, Don John isn't aware of this stuff. Oh no. Oh, oh is no. He? he can see them. This oh. is, this is Zant's new trick. He's literally showing you fairies and pixies. He's like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. And then, and then they both say, to what? And they just start touching. Ah! <laughs> Dungeon, Dungeon! Wait, Listen. hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. This woman with these flowy sleeves tried to seduce me. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, and Andy Dick is like, you wouldn't get seduced if you could try. Oh my god. Dungeon, I told you my friend's aunt was special. Listen, Dungeon, you have no idea. After we went on our adventure... I met Xanth, and we went on another adventure. And right before I went on the biggest adventure (laughs) to kill the dragon, that's one of my most sad moments. I mean, it was really sad when you left, too, though, because you were really fun, and we had a great time, and we killed a lot of people, but... It's it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. I think Shanjian takes, like, a handkerchief and is, like, wiping his eyes, like... Actually, both of both them leaving was very sad. <laughs> leaving? Well, I'm back now, but but I will have to leave again. Before I leave, let me um, bring more friends forward. Oh my gosh! And then she looks over at Sarah. Uh, Seraphina looks over at um, in the mirror. 
Serafina looks over at her friends and uh, Snook and says, oh my gosh, we've always wondered this for so long and now we're finally getting to witness it. Only a few of the halflings ever have seen this. I've only heard tales and legends and heard beautiful songs from the bards that I trained under years ago. Would you like to see them now? And he smiles like real big. And then Serafina looks keeps up. winking. <laughs> Serafina, I think, would just walk over and straight in front of um, Don John and, and looks at him and says, I've missed you so, and I can't tell you how sad I am that you had to leave, but the fact that you're showing me something so special, it means the world to me, and I can't wait to write a song about it. Please show me more. Perfect, I will. And yes, you got that exactly right. I wanted to show you specifically. Sorry, Sharon Jan, sorry, I'm grown up that. It's about her right now. And he yeah, like, and I think, well, I'll start with Sharon Jan. It's like, oh, the Fae are so cool. Like, they're so tied to Timor and like everything luck based. Like, what beautiful sacred creatures. I can't believe I'm able to, I'm blessed enough to see them. And Inverna's like, them Fae people. Mm, nope, don't like them. They are too much to handle, and I'm okay with, you want to do that? That's fine. And, yeah, and in response... And Snook says, yeah. Snook! <laughs> and Don John's just going, giving a thumbs up, like, you nailed it, bro. Um, so, like, the two floating fairies are, like, staying with Don John, like, like, hanging out with him. They'll leave with me. But, like, he's, like, just energy is what is allowing him to, like, he's learned a lot the past few weeks. He's like, I have to focus on keeping my mind straight so I can show you what's happening. So anyways, he pulls out a few more berries. I would like to describe them to you now. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fifi. Fifi is a pixie um, uh, with a pointy chin and big black eyes. And um, I feel like Fifi flows to you, kind of, but but kind of like a ghostly flow. Like, they are doing it on purpose to be, like, ooh, like spooky, <laughs> spooky to you. And then... Um, the licking and the biting. <laughs> so when she gets close to you, she like, she like does like a, a, she tilts her head slowly and like caresses your hair and then licks it and bites it because she's a fucking pixie and she's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gets weirder because Pussy Willow. <laughs> oh my, it's Pussy Willow. Has green eyes, whiskers, um, and is mysterious and secretive. This one's a fairy. So it's kind of like the, the juxtaposition of those two. Like, um, <laughs> Fifi looks, like, pretty and stuff, but she's licking and biting your hair. While the opposite, <laughs> Pussy Willow, like, appears next to you and hides in your hair. It's like, and you hear purring for some reason. <laughs> just purring. And they're trying not to tickle you or scare you, but at the same time, they're being weird. <laughs> and I said, I didn't choose which ones come out. It's just your energy, Seraphina. <laughs> oh, okay, well... And then she just kind of like shakes her head just a little bit so that her curls are bouncing. And then she looks over at her right and says, uh, well, Fifi and, uh, hmm, looks her left, Pussy Willow. Uh, and then like fluffs her hair a little bit and says, I hope you guys are comfortable. <laughs> and then says, I'm going to write a song about you guys one day. 
thank you for keeping Xanth safe, and then just kind of like nods her head back and forth. I love it. So yeah, now these fairies are like chilling, and he um, goes to Serafina, and he like, oh wait, that's enough, that's enough, and like pulls them away, and he goes to John John, and he's like, okay, okay, show's over, show's over. And he like, he like, um, he doesn't snap his fingers, that's too witchy, but he like puts, kind of like lifts his head up, and like his antlers flash again, and then they're gone. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love that. So then I think that after that, maybe Serafina will probably say something like, Xanth, is that why you had to run away so quickly? You couldn't tell me what was really going on? His eyes get really wide, and he's like, that was only six of my friends. I don't know how many. I can't count how many. They're talking to me right now. Wow. I can only imagine what kind of voices and choices that you have to make. Oh, voices and choices. That's a new song. <laughs> Think about that one later, Shanjan. Um, I'm writing it down. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, should I write that down, Don John? <laughs> um, while, while this is happening, um, I feel like Xanth like, um, does a horse like shimmy where his like shakes his mane. His haunches. Oh, he's so happy. That she understands without like making fun of him. You're gonna shimmy. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. shake that mane. Donjon, do you like dancing? Oh, yeah. Hold on. You're already halfway there to the donjon. You're gonna <laughs> shimmy. You're gonna shake that mane. Well, and whatever. Donjon, I have a song for you too. Oh, hell yeah. Here we go. One. <laughs> Two, a one, two, three, four. Boop. Shake, shake the mane. You're gonna rock the boat in a boat. The plane. You're gonna go shimmy. insane. You're gonna shimmy, take to the plane. Gonna... <laughs> shimmy, 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 shimmy. So shimmy. back over at the Stonehill Inn, at you know at the bar, uh, there are two tiny women. One of them slams an empty tankard on the bar. Bam! Elsa, uh, bring me my, bring me and my new best friend another round. And this is absolutely Hobby Basilei, the quote-unquote strong heart cousin of Serafina, who's been camped out at this bar, more or less, since her merchant wagon was eaten by Cryovane what seems like a year ago. On the stool next to her is a gnome who, against the odds, is a bit shorter and has somehow even wilder hair than Hobby does. Her hair is all green, and it's up in this ponytail that's on top, you know? Doesn't not make her look like a weird radish person. Uh, we saw her before too, but not when she wasn't behind the um, uh, steering wheel, I guess, of a crab traption harvesting mushrooms. It's the one and only Delabine. Um, and Delabine just wipes some beer foam off her upper lip and looks over at Hobby with her eyes starting to water. And she says, uh, Best friend? Then Hobby says, you bet your ass, sister. Now that all them blue buddies are back, I can finally say it. I hate that that ice baddie must up your home. But you know what? I think Taimora. I think Ta- Taimora. I think Taimora. Yes, Taimora. Every day that I was lucky enough to run into you when you moved out here and we got to hang out the last couple of days. Or the weeks, or... I don't know, how long has it been? And Delabine just dramatically starts crying, and they both hug. And just, they're both crying together, like, very dramatically. 
Until they're interrupted by Elsa, that barmaid. Uh, yeah. I could go through your tab and tell you exactly how long you two have been here, if you really want. But I can guarantee you it's been just a bit too long. The two women stop hugging, (laughs) wipe their eyes off. Hobby smiles up at Elsa with her best drunk smile. She says, Elsa, ooh, my love, baby, distinguished woman, envy of my life. Listen to me. Listen so carefully. I told you. Feeny's taking care of my tab. Don't even have to worry. Della Beans, too. But all of her tabs, it's totally fine. She's got a whole dragon treasure. She loves both of us. She loves you, too. Both of you. And we love you. Elsa, everybody loves you. You're the, everyone's favorite. You guys with your yellow hair. It's just so dang yellow, and I love it. And Elsa doesn't seem offended by that, but she does put her elbows down on the bar and leans down. Looks Hobby right in the eye. She says, Now, uh, listen here, Hobby darling. Topin said not to worry about your tab. On account of Feeny saving his son's life and all. But come tomorrow. After Midsummer's done. All your drinks gonna need coin up front. Now, Hobby. I'm not gonna tell you that it's not been fun having you around. You too, Delby. Maybe you might want to think about going back to your home. You've been here quite a bit. The two ladies at the bar just kind of look at each other, kind of their shoulders slumped down. And then Della Bean, all at once, just almost jumps off of her stool and just grabs Hobby's shoulder. Wait, wait, you need a place to live? Is that, is that what you said? Hobby, Nomengard, totally thawed out now. And, and what, well, Serafina said she was going to come back and help me be a crab mechanic. I didn't really take it seriously, it was just like a fun song. But, I mean, I do have an extra crab harvester. And you'd fit in that thing perfectly. It'd be really fun. And Hobby says, So, wait, I could hang out with you and a mechanical crab and claw up mushrooms all day and have someone make fungus wine out of it and then we can just hang out and drink as long as we want? Like, forever? Yes. Yes, that's exactly it. You can come with me. Delabine, this is so damn awesome and I'm gonna do it. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'll drink to that, ladies. Here, let me get an extra round. Uh, you ever off work, Elsa? You're, like, also our best friend. You know what? Everyone's outside enjoying the sun anyway. I'm gonna grab three to go and just lock up behind us. Let's go enjoy the midsummer celebration. And the three ladies just kind of take their their mug as Elsa locks up behind them, and they just kind of walk out into the field, um, joining the crowd, and just Hobby, kind of under her breath, just uh, takes a sip and says... Well, you know what? I never thought I'd be this glad to be almost eaten by a dragon a while ago. Weird. Look at you, Don John, teaching me big words every day that we meet. Um, You're welcome. I am just so glad that we have met along this journey, all of us. I've been with my best friends, Shan, Janet, and Verna, for so long that it's very rare that I come across fellow uh, adventurers and warriors such as yourselves, and I'm just so glad that at the Festival of Luck that I was able to bring us all back together again so that Zan and Shanjan and, and Verna and Bear Lady... <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm glad that all of this worked out well, too. I would just say, listen, as beautiful as the moments we've had together were, 
can you maybe not mention the fact that this happened? Because Camembert has been like, I, I know, feel a shadow coming slowly down because, like, <laughs> and it's and, definitely and so a bear. I thought, like, you, we've had this moment, and again, it's been, uh, even know what I mean. Like, and a bear paw, like, lands on your shoulder. Oh, oh hello, darling. <laughs> anyway, so I was saying to you, uh, um, yeah. is, isn't it weird how much the. <laughs> Isn't, isn't it crazy how much? <laughs> am I right? It's true. It's very exactly. true. Exactly. Uh, the two of us. The two of us were just comparing, comparing. <laughs> and Xanth is like, should we go back to the festival and celebrate more? Because if not, Don John's gonna. Mm. You know what I think Don John needs? I think he needs some more of Tamora's luck juice. Yes, 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 I'm yes. Shanjan. Like, Help your boy out. Oh, boy out. All right, high five. Hey, up top, Shumble Jumble. I love that nickname. Even Xanth kind of was like, what is happening? And then like, Seraphina leans over and says, oh, Xanth, I'll talk to you on the way about, on the way back to the festival. But these two, they became best buds on our adventures. Kind of like me and you. And he likes the biggest horse person smile. Like, yes, friendship. I love friendship. Need a ride? And he like offers. I would love a ride. Come on, everybody. Friends till the end. Not too far away, there's a crowd gathered around a terrifying monster. Most of them are tense, as if they're ready to run for their lives at the next loud noise. This monster has veiny bat wings folded over its back, a lion-like body with wiry fur that gradually becomes spines as it get closer to its neck. It also has a long scorpion-esque tail full of those spines. The most striking feature, though, is its face, which looks a bit too much, or maybe a bit not enough, like a human child's face. Terrifying. And it says, And so I saw the mean elf fall down the mountain, and I knew Grandmama would hate it, just hate it so much if they died. So... I caught them and flew right back up to Grandmama, right when they- Yeah, well, I wish you cared that much when you destroyed my home and tried to eat me. The whole crowd looks back at that woman that just spoke. She's middle-aged. She has a long skirt, complete with several sewn-on pockets, all different colors, many of which are overflowing with flowers and herbs and various ingredients. It's a Dabra Gwyn, of course, that herbalist from the windmill. And Wing Baby, that monster, is, uh, well, a baby, but a baby manicure is still quite big. A bit bigger than an actual lion, maybe around horse size, maybe a bit bigger, Clydesdale-esque, maybe, who knows. Anyway, it puts its tail right between its legs and slowly just kind of creeps over to Adabra, very shyly, maybe. If Wing Baby were standing at their full height, Adabra would be maybe up to its shoulder. She's not a very tall woman. But anyway, there's just absolutely no question that she's in charge of this interaction. Wing Baby just lies all the way down on its stomach, right in front of her. Then says, uh, Hmm, I did awful hungry things long ago. Grandmama taught me to be a good boy, but I hadn't learned yet. I'm sorry about your spinny home and how tasty you looked that time. I, I'm i so sorry. Wing baby 
apologizes to you. And then Adabra kind of squints and after a moment or two kind of nods. She says, all right, all right, wing baby, is it? Sure, sure. That's fine, I guess. As long as you're you're sorry about it now. You promise not to attack anyone like that again, right? And Wing Baby's like, uh, Wing Baby would never. Well, I would never attack someone who could talk again. So Adabra kind of accepts that. She nods, still again, I guess, slowly, and then turns to leave. Um, but, you know, Wing Baby's not going to have that. Where do you go now, Ground Auntie? Ground Auntie? I don't know. Uh, I have to go find some more herbs to make some potions. Uh, your grandmommy drank all of mine up. Herbs? Herbs is plants, like in your pockets. These? Uh, yeah. These and other ones. Uh, there's a whole lot I collect around here. Uh, it takes a while to find them, especially <laughs> around Fandolin. It's a little harder. <gasps> I can smell so, so good. I can find all your stinky plants for you. Uh... <laughs> I guess that might speed things up a bit. Then Wing Baby unfolds um, just one of its wings, puts it down on the ground towards Adabra. So, you know, like a ramp so she can climb up, climb up. She hesitates for a moment and looks at the crowd around them that's still kind of speechless. And I think they're, just their looks of abject terror uh, seem to spur her on, if anything. She's like, yeah, I love it. She says, uh, all right, Wing Baby. This just might be the start of a beautiful partnership. Sounds good. And she kind of climbs up onto its uh, wing baby's back, holds onto, you know, a couple spines right near its neck as tight as she can. And they just fly away. And uh, some of the people in Fandolin can hear is that more or less, uh, wing baby and stinky ground ante, the best team ever. And others that are very near, Probably a, a very resigned sigh, but a sigh that betrays a, just a little bit of excitement as they kind of fly away into the sunset. And then I think they all like run back together now that they've all had their private moments and hugged. I think they probably all hugged and maybe even shed a couple tears. And then uh, I, I, I envision them going back to the festival and and then her sitting on top of uh, Xantha's back. And looking over at Shanjan and, and Verna and Snook and um, Donjon and like all of them, Shay J, and then them all kind of looking at each other and just being like, all right, do you guys want to know how me and Verna, Shanjan and Snook defeated a dragon? When you say that, Xanth pops a few fairies in and they are like sitting on rafters, like terrible, like it's super cheesy. There's all these like rafters and stuff. I love that. Yeah. Tell the story. Tell the story again. So then, yes, I think it's like, so first what happened was the children got kidnapped by the Stone Cold Reavers. That's right. And then, and you can kind of like hear. And Pippa and are like, that was me. And then like. Is this like fading slowly? Yeah, I think it's like fading as they're talking. And then they're, and then she's like, and then Snoop went off and turned him to, oh, white scales. No, you did that. That's crazy. Snoop. Snoop. 
Yeah. And then they get back to, like, the village, and I feel like all of the villagers have, like, gathered in a group, Mm -hmm. you know? And then they, I, I envision, like, they all get back to the the center, and it's like like the big celebration is about to start. Mm-hmm. So that's Love like that. when they come back, and they're all like hugging and holding hands, and they come back, and everybody's like, "There she is! There she is! It's Serafina! Serafina and friends!" And everybody's like, "Woo!" And then like the town masters, and it's like, "This is and this is." Literally the first time you've seen Tom Messer, Harbin Wester leave his house. Oh. Like he hasn't. Remember, he's been locked up the whole time. What does he look like? He was probably like really portly at some point, but because he locked himself in his uh, house for so long and was only accepting like small like things through the door as far yeah. as food and drink goes, he got like really really skinny. So he's like very gaunt, but he's still wearing like his big mayor clothes. So it's like hanging <laughs> off of him, yeah. you know. And this big like sash is like hanging off of him. And oh, he- the mayor sash! <laughs> That's incredible. I love that. Yeah, the right. town master, I guess. Yeah, town master <laughs> sash. I love that. And he's just like. Yeah, but the sash is, like, so big, it's, like, draping on the <laughs> ground, you know, because he used to have, like, a huge belly, but now he's, like, really skinny. And so he's just like, Oh, Seraphina and friends! Returning with the lock of Timora! Yeah, and, and at some point, Don John, like, thinks that that guy's, he's so skinny, he's like, oh, this guy doesn't even, he's, that's not even a thing. Here you go! Here's the sash! And he just gives <laughs> you the sash. That's like the mayor's sash. And like he just you're assumes a you're a freaking halfling, so it's yeah. even bigger. It's like a, 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 what is it, a wedding train? Yeah. It's so long on you. I love that. <laughs> Happy birthday! Yeah, ooh. I, I think someone's gonna. Oh, Holgar, the 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 orc. older orc person mm-hmm. is gonna stand up and just like, well, I've never seen this skinny fella do anything for this town. But I've seen Serafina save it several times. Why shouldn't she wear that sash? And I think someone else is like, well, yeah, we can have an election if we want. Well. Townspeople of Phandalin. That's us. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I love you all so very much. Oh, thanks. But I think... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I will always watch over you all. Oh. But I have so many other towns to protect. Oh. And there are more dragons out there. Oh, God. I do think we should have an election. <gasps> For dragons? <laughs> but I think... I nominate the most bravest man I know, Don John Johnson! Oh, Don John. To be the new town master of Phandalin! Oh my god. Who is that? I've never seen it. He's so masculine. All of us us will be, oh my god, he's so handsome. He's masculine, he's big, he's open-minded, and he is very brave. And... He will always call me if you all are ever in trouble again. I heard he fell in a toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did write a song about that, but, I mean, that was just off a story he told me. And, how about this? If we all have a vote, and you elect me as Newtown Master, you just have to let Don John Johnson be my (laughs) right-hand town master. (laughs) Don John Raskin. Don John Johnson Raskin. It's fired. Keep going. Don't worry about it. So the ver- the fairies, I start popping <laughs> up more so we can vote with hands. Ooh. And now there's like maybe 
10, 20 fairies, and they all start like pulling people's hands up. Come on, John. Don John will be my town master while I'm away. So, yeah, I think Halia, uh, the, one of the, the lady who took your weapons and like exchanged gems and stuff, mm-hmm. she kind of comes up very, she's a very stately woman, you know? She's like, well, this is very unorthodox, but there is precedent for this. There is a way to make elections if there is, and she looks very poignantly at Harbin Wester. If there is somebody who we lose confidence in, we can have an election, especially during holidays or celebrations such as this. And if someone's voted, they can deputize someone to be a town master in their stead, if that's what we want. I think there's precedent for this. I can I can mediate this if that's what's needed. What do you think, Serafina? Well, and then she looks over at her two best friends and at Xanth and Don John and says, I've been a soldier a long time. I've seen many battles with my two good friends. I've been through lots of adventures. And while it would be nice to calm a place my home... I think there are still many adventures ahead of us, but I never want to leave Fandolin, as I've grown to love every single one of you. And she like looks longingly over like the town and then looks directly at the children and at her cousin. And what was your favorite of the children? I mean, I think it's Snook, obviously. Snook is He's the one that went on the adventure. There you go. Then I think we focus on Snook then. He said, Snook. New leaving, and just a little tear rolls down his eye. And then she and he goes, licks it. like she goes over there and touches his little scaly head and says, "I'll never leave. I'll always be here. This is going to be my main base, but only if Don John agrees to be my deputy while I'm off on adventures." Don John, are you up for this responsibility? And and, and the and Don John and the bear are just. Furiously making out with one another, where it's this is perfect. So and then, the fairies uh-huh. decide to like fairies go over and do like an illusion because there's like twenty of them now. They do like an illusion mm-hmm. in front of him, and he like steps forward. And he says yes, but like a totally different voice. He's like yes, I'll do it. <laughs> like and they, so, we're covering the scene. And Halia leans down and she's like, "You can name anyone you want." <laughs> and then she, and then maybe uh, Seraphina looks back at Holly and says. Well, it's like I'm not doing anything. Why not you? <gasps> if, oh, well. if I'm the town master, while I'm gone, you know all of the laws. You can take care of everything while I go out and protect other towns. But my friends and I will need a house, and we will need first dibs on all adventures. Well, that seems very easy to arrange. Very unorthodox, but we're gonna clap. Whoever wants Harbin Wester to remain town master. Oh. Yeah, so uh, Harbin's yeah. brother is still here. I said to, I described him as real life Luigi, and he's like, Yeah, 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 Harbin! Just as loud as he possibly can, and he's the only one. Oh, yeah, for real. And then it's like, Holly is like, Okay, very well. And she writes down like a little note. She's like, Okay, yes, very good. And now, Serafina, and I will remind you by proxy, she has named me as deputy, but Serafina, I'll be answering to her absolutely no matter what. 
who who would like that? And I think just she barely finishes the sentence. Yeah. The town explodes with clapping. The fairies like throw flowers at you. It's like <laughs> nonsense and chaos. And um, Xanth is like very confused. Uh, are you in charge now? Just in the in the chaos, he just and I think she you. just like looks over him and like in the midst of all the chaos, there's like a calmness between the two of them, and she's like, "Well, it seems it." <laughs> I guess by the luck of Timora, fate has allowed it that I am going to be the town master. Um, and Holly is um, just like, well, please keep that sash, but before you leave, it is midsummer. I think, would you mind leading us in a speech to commemorate this day? She's right. You should very much be. Dungeon's like putting your, his hand on your shoulder, like, but he's very, very tired. Like, uh, you should very much be, um, oh, a song. Oh, you should yeah. a song speech? Even, that's Even literally better. way better. Yeah. Okay. What a good idea. People of Phandalin. Here's my proclamation. flowers when it's done. These are good proclamations. That's right. Uh, Making sure that you're all growing your own crops and making sure that you are all making sure that you are all eating together one meal a day. So that means all of the villagers must come together to have a 
meal once a week as a family because family and friends are the same thing. And I hereby declare that when every person is of 16 years of age, you must take one adventure and go on it. And that's it. All right. That's the strong heart way, everybody. Strong heart. Right. Strong Amazing. heart. Strong so, heart. Strong heart. Strong heart. Maybe after that speech, we kind of fade. And then it's maybe like a year or so later. Like, Let's start with Don John. Oh, my God. There's an image of this idyllic, bucolic kind of uh, cave. Mm-hmm. Um, with, uh, like, a little hut kind of built outside of it and that kind of thing. Okay. It's, uh, like a... Like this, like, Snow really, white, like, yeah. kind of snow-white, super <laughs> beautiful... Yeah, yeah, I hear the yeah, song, yeah, exactly. And he, uh, you hear, you see a guy come out and he's like, what I'm saying is, if your relatives your relatives know about it, they don't stop talking about it. That's the thing that I don't understand is, uh, it's it's all about this. That they say they know about the paper. So why doesn't that? Why why isn't the paper the 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 kind of thing that they would know about? And yet, uh, all of this toilet paper is something that they don't know about. Give me a break! Come on. So that's Don John, <laughs> like a Shrek situation. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, they're 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 distant relatives, of course, of the Sherman Bears. Yeah, I love that. What's up? I knew that. I knew that. That was it. So it's like a year or more happens, and we see Xanth doing something. So Xanth has grown like his antlers are actually getting massive, but he's actually grown taller too. So now he's like six something. He hit like a growth spurt randomly. And you're like, whoa. And he's, like, more ripped. You're like, oh, my God, look. And um, Inverna's on a horse next to him. And it, they have whatever this thing is, something, joke, something said something. And Inverna's literally laughing out loud. And oh, I love that. Yeah, Xanth is looking at her very confused. And then a fairy pops up next to her head, and she says, stop it. She's like... <laughs> Like, pushes the very away. He's, get, no, get out of here. Right. And you're like, you don't even talk to me like that. And like, so now, like, you can tell she can hear them or see them every now and then, too. Lots of phase stuff is happening more between their friendship. Uh, like, the scene kind of, like, focuses a little bit. And he says, do you really think they'll be here in Verna? Or in, like, a forest or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kind of maybe looks at a tree or something. She's like, well, you see, you see that little, that little messes up about the bark? You know, not a lot of creatures can do that. But a horse could. And there ain't going to be no horses in this forest. I think your herd's pretty close here. He dramatically, because he's like bigger and older and looks so different, but in his mind, he's like, my hoof could fit there. And he like walks over and puts his hoof and it like, it's a good match. Like it's not perfect, but it's a good match <laughs> because he looks different. So he's like really scared of like, they could be across that, just around the riverbed. Like, <laughs> like he could have, like, family right there. And Inverna comes over and, like, she doesn't put her hand on his shoulder. She, like, you know, like, elbow checks him. You don't know where you're going to find out. Just keep on going. And he, like, nods and they just keep walking. Oh, that. And that leaves us with Serafina. And Shanjan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a year or so past 
What do we see? There's like a aerial view of the town. And unlike the first time you saw the town, there's no like darkness and mud and like roofs, roofs, roofs yeah. of the um, town are not like dirty and city. Like they're all like clean and you can see the natural brick and it's like bright red and all of the um, houses are now uh, painted white, you know, and mm. like. Even, like, some of them are painted, like, blue and, like, yellow. And there's, like, flowers everywhere. But now it's, like, that's a part of the normal. Like, there's, like, big bushels of, like, flowers in front of people's houses. And there's more livestock. And um, the streets are nice and, like, more clean. And you can see that the Shrine of Timora is, like, kept up. And it's, like, really beautiful and um, you kind of like zoom in and you see like all these little children and they're all doing like archery in the um, field and you see like Pip and Nilsa and the other kids and they're the ones teaching the other little kids oh, like how to do the archery and stuff. And then you kind of like swoop into where Halia, Halia and she's um, over there like doing uh, like in the. I don't even know. I guess the, maybe not the Stone Hill. I don't know. Maybe like near the, 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 the middle ish kind of near the shrine of luck, but she's like mm. obviously out there like showing off some like wares, but also like, this is how you put on this armor. And this is how you, this is what you would use to protect yourself from this kind of dragon and this kind of orc. And, um, <clears throat> you know, just like giving like lessons to some of the older townsfolk and then, like, the aerial view, like, the camera view, like, sweeps back around to the shrine, and it's, like, beautiful, and you see um, Shanjan, and he's, like, reading, like, a children's book of Timora, and he's got, like, this little baby, like, on his, like, leg, and you, see, <laughs> and you see, like, red-headed lady, Valine, and she's, like, sitting over there with another little baby that looks just like... Twins. <laughs> that looks just like Shanjan, and, but with red hair. And um, they're all, like, listening, like, all the, the little, little kids are, like, listening to the stories of, like, the luck of Timora, and he's just, like, reading this book, and then it, like, swings back into the town master's hall, and you see just kind of Serafina walking around and smiling and seeing how, like much the town is thriving and looking beautiful and there's signs that you know say like gnomes are friends orcs are friends um trolls are friends and you know and uh although of course they're still learning how to like protect their town and everything and so she looks and she smiles and it's very clear that even though she said i'm going away but she's still there like making the town better and then so she just kind of smiles and looks around and and you know, she's wearing her uh, town master's sash, but it's like like bowed up in the in the back because <laughs> it's so long. <laughs> and so then she walks into the town master's hall, and she's walking up the steps, and she's smiling, and she opens up the door to the town master's hall, and standing there are like three men dressed in black with cloaks on, and you can't see their faces, and you just see like their backs and cloaks. And they put a big sign up on the help wanted adventurers wanted board. And they just put up a sign and it says, 
adventure needed and then you look at her face and like it's just like a close-up of her eyes and she kind of gives like a little smile and goes i know some people right for this job so much for joining us for this entire series of This American Dice Presents D&D, Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Serafina Tealeaf, Eduardo as Xanth the Centaur, Austin as Don John Raskin, and the narrator, a.k.a. Floyd Gilch. My name's David. I was the Dungeon Master. Music for this episode was Western Spaghetti by Chris Hojin, and, as always, An Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forslin. If you enjoyed the series, please share it with a friend. If you really liked it, 
why not rate it, review it, or subscribe to This American Dice, your favorite podcatcher. I personally will read every five-star review doing my best impression of Austin. And now that we're alone, I've got to say, this has been such a fun ride, and I just can't thank you all enough for listening. This was incredible. I had an excuse to just hang out with my favorite people for quite a long time, and I just am blessed by Timora myself. Join us next week for a player debrief and some behind-the-scenes secrets. And stay tuned after that for some DM advice with Austin and I about what I learned running this game. And after that, there's our next big project. It's going to be spooky. Friends till the end. Well, then what the hell is this game? Friends till the end. That I do not remember. Oh, I wrote them down. He wrote, he named them. I would have never like named them. Hunk a chunk and... Targetor. Targetor. I would have never named them these names. We'll get to that later. Uh, you got Grambly, Arbuckle, and Targetor. Oh Grambly, Arbuckle, Targetor, Hunkabunk, Chunkading, Chunkadingus. <laughs> and Funky Monk. And fu- Funky Monk. Love Wavy that. Gravy. Cherry Garcia. Friends till the end. So, so you're saying he's not a cop? Is this Harold talking? Yeah, this is okay. Harold. Harold is con- Harold is very concerned if there's cops around. Now listen, Harold. While I may be a soldier, I don't like cops. <laughs> All right, listen. All right. A cab. All right, here <laughs> we go. You. Thank you. Friends till the end. <sighs> My name is J- Jeremy. <laughs> no, not a villager. We don't have time it's to add another villager. <laughs> on we have too many. <laughs> Stop this. We have too many. Adventure needed, and then you look at her face, and like it's just like a close up of her eyes, and she kind of gives like a little smile and goes, I know some people right for this job.